Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Game Talk Radio. I'm Greg, of course, and back with me is John, after missing a week. John, how you doing, buddy? I am great. Nice. Did I... You didn't miss last week. You missed two weeks ago. I was going to say, it was, it was like two weeks ago. Yeah, so this... <laughs> we well, we talked about was, the games of, of the generation last week. Yeah, well, that wasn't last week, that was the week before. So, what's... Oh, yeah. What's weird is that I had a plan, right, where I was like, well, we're going to do one this day, but not this day, but then this day because not this day. None of it matched up. Like, straight up, now, we did one. We we did one when we said we weren't going to do one because I didn't get my PS5 early anyway. Then we were going to do one last week and didn't. And then this week we said we weren't because it was the holiday, but then we still got it out. So next week I'm going <laughs> to say, if I had to guess, I would say next week I probably won't. Because I'll be coming off after a really long break and being back in the store after we're done. Because we're actually closing for Black Friday. I know I know you know that. Um, yeah. Anybody who's listening, if they don't know, uh, I decided, I made the decision, difficult as a business, not difficult as a human being, uh, to just shut our store down for Black Friday weekend. We would have been so busy. And this last weekend was actually the perfect example of that. Like, it, it made me realize that was the best move since... Um, it made, it made me realize it was the best move since the, this last weekend was so busy on Saturday. I was at the door for 45 minutes, like keeping people out. And there was even a car of like, there was a car of four guys that rolled up and they were, they're regulars. Like I definitely recognized them. And I was like, Oh, Hey guys, we're just full at the moment. Um, it shouldn't be more than five, 10 minutes. So we're gonna have somebody checking out soon and we'll get you in. And they were just like, Oh, okay. And then they got back in the car and they left and I never saw them again the rest of the day. And so that really sucks because you never know what they would have bought. Um, and who knows, maybe it was nothing. Maybe they were just going to dick around for a half hour <clears throat> and then realize that like they couldn't uh, dick around for a half hour there, but it really sucks. Um, and I, I thought about that. Like we could have done a big sale, had everyone line up outside, take 10 people at a time, time it. You get 10 minutes to shop. When your 10 minutes is up, we ring everybody up and then we're out. And then we take in the next 10 people. But that just sounds atrocious to me. Like, like, yeah. and, and I thought about what I could do. I thought, Hey, I could be outside doing video game trivia and giving little business cards out and says like, Hey, because you got the trivia question, right? Here's five bucks off. You know, you get to use it today. $5 off whatever you order today, whatever you buy today. And I know I could do it. And I'd done big midnights at GameStop where we do more with less, you know, <laughs> but, yeah. um, but I don't know. It just, it just felt like it would have been a bad experience. Like I don't want people to come to our sales and have a bad experience. And so we just, we just shut it down. And then I did the schedule for December. I do my schedules one month at a time and I did the schedule for December and we're going to be closed Christmas Eve, which is a Thursday all the way through that weekend. And then we're going to be closed okay. New Year's Day, which is Friday, and then that Saturday and Sunday as well. So basically, two weekends of the busiest shopping month of the year were just going to be closed. <laughs> three, three technically, if you count Black Friday weekend. So, you know, it is what it is. Like, I I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I mean, the guys are working super hard, and they deserve some extra time off. And, yeah. it, and it's just not safe, I guess, you know, and the cases keep going up around here, and you know, people seem to be wearing masks. I mean, when they come into our store, we get a lot of, you know, we don't get any guff anymore. Like anybody who didn't want to wear a mask just stays away now at this point. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You so that's all Karen away. Yeah. We scared them all away. Um, but you know, it is what it is. And I'm not one of those, like we should lock ourselves inside and lock the doors and windows and not go outside because of a pandemic. Like it just had to be smart, you know, and there's certain yeah. things you shouldn't do. And one of those things you shouldn't do is take a 1800 square foot store and jam 50 people in it when you can't move 
uh, with poor ventilation. You know, <laughs> it's just that's that's <laughs> high on the list of stuff we don't do. So that that this entire conversation kind of leads into a uh, a funny and dumb GameStop story I was talking to you about. Yes, and so this this is going to be the rant of the week. But John brought this to me, so he gets to start it off, and then we're just gonna we're gonna shred it. But yeah, John, go yeah. go ahead, man. Go ahead and kick it off. So so I called one of my good buddies, and I was talk asking him like kind of how things were going because they're this week they're they're setting up sales for Black Friday and all that crap, and I um he told me about how uh, GameStop around us had. A bunch of stores get a COVID scare, and I was like, "Oh, what what happened?" And so the district manager and his regional director wanted to do store visits. Now, and d- store visits to, are very common just uh, around set, this time of year. Just to set this up real quick, so the district manager is in charge of usually twelve to sixteen stores. Yep, uh, and they usually would go from up north a little bit to probably Mantuoc area, right? Mantuoc Appleton. And then up north from there. Does that sound right? Or does it go further south now? I forget. I think it's, they realigned I think it's the district bigger because times. they they fired a crap load of DLs. So I think That's right. they're, uh, the district managers probably cover more stores now. So so around the holidays you get a bunch of pressure from corporate and so they'll they want to blitz as many stores as they possibly can to make sure that you're setting your sale up correctly and that you've got the right pe- personnel on on staff. And so that would be great if there wasn't a pandemic going on. Um, so the district manager and the regional director uh, out of Milwaukee decided to go visit a bunch of stores down there. And they brought with them uh, two, like, probably like up and coming store managers uh like the brown nosers people like greg when he was working at uh, gamestop oh yeah big um, time that would have been me yeah. big time <laughs> but like eight or ten stores well the two store managers that they brought with both had covid but didn't have any symptoms at the time and so they visited like all of the stores in the Milwaukee area and like some other stores. And so all of those stores had to get shut down and tons of manager or tons of employees at those stores started testing positive for COVID because the original and the district manager decided to do store visits, which is stupid because we have the technology now and they use it every single week when they do conference calls they could just dial into a one-on-one conference call with the store manager and have them walk around with the tablet and show the store. So that way the, the store manager and the or the regional director and the district manager can see that it's set up properly and, and give you some comments. Like, they don't need to be visiting stores. And then also, just on top of that, like, it shows you exactly what you are worried about in as far as, like, the more people in the store, the more travel that they're doing, the more dangerous it is. And uh, GameStop, for a while, they the number of people they had they were allowing in their store was five, and then they upped it to like ten. And for Black Friday, they are going to have it at I think it's like sixteen or twenty. And really? that's a lot of freaking people <clears throat> in those stores because so, usually uh-huh. GameStop stores are small. 
So, I mean, it's not like they enforced anything there anyway. I mean, let's get real. Yeah. It's if they had a yeah, well, it, yeah, five or ten wall, people limit, you weren't stopping impossible. it. Possible. Somebody was in our store a couple of days ago, and they were mentioning that they had to go to the mall for something, and they couldn't mm-hmm. believe how busy it was. They said the mall was packed, like like mm. like almost that, like no parking spots at the mall on a Saturday packed, which is weird, crazy to me. Uh, I've uh, Nicole and I the la- like I think twice this month on a Sunday we we had just kind of went to we went to the mall to go to like Old Navy and return some some stuff and each time I went I would swing by GameStop and they were just empty so it's well, surprising. Game, but it is well, GameStop's probably it is empty the Black Friday <laughs> yeah other stores are busy <laughs> so so yeah you're you're right on the money as far as like trying to be safe and obviously keep your your staff and your customers safe like it's it's smart and like for me when i'm when i'm out delivering the mail like i try really really hard to not go near anyone and um like the most annoying thing in the world is when when i'm trying to like deliver somebody's mail and they like come out and they like expect me to hand it to you it's like just let me put it in the damn box yeah like you don't need me to hand you your mail because I don't want if if they get sick, whether they got it from me or not, I don't want them to think ever, hey, maybe my mailman gave mm-hmm. me COVID. Well, and so we have the plastic shields up at the counter, which mm-hmm. I mean, they're not really meant to do anything except stop any spray that somehow would get through a mask anyway. But people yeah. people will walk around the other side of the register to hand me money and stuff. And I'm like, no, just, just put it like I bought these little black trays, like those, you know, wait, waiters and waitresses have those trays where they have you sign the credit card slip. Yep. Like I bought those and I'm like here and, and I'll, and I'll go to put like, cause, cause here's what's funny. I know for years I've ranted about, you know, like I'll hold my hand out for someone's cash and they just put it on the counter and you're like, just put it in my hand. Don't be an asshole. But and then, now you want them to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But now I'm like, okay, well now, now you can just put it in this little tray, please. And, so like I'll put the I'll put their change in the tray and it's like they got their hand out and I'm like oh excuse me and I just put it in the tray and they look at me like I just you know like stole candy from their baby and I'm like I I just just I'm putting it in the tray we're adults which is which is stupid that they don't realize that that's the thing because like if you go to McDonald's right now they do that yeah money's like, filthy they, they have, man yeah I think you should like. You should put on like like heavy duty radioactive rubber gloves, and then get like the the salad tongs and like <laughs> pick up their bill and just drop it in the <laughs> maybe dip it in like the the Barbasol that they nice. have at uh, at I barber like shops and then put it in the in the till. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, but yeah, so it's just it is amazing to me that they just can't get a win. But it's it's all self-inflicted wounds, you know? It's yeah. not like it's just like, hey, man, bad luck. This this actually was a really good opportunity for them. Like, they were on if they were on the way out and they had handled this situation properly, they could have come out of this. I mean, I'm sure they made a bunch of money in the last eight months, yeah. you know, with people with what they're buying and trying to get this. And then, of course, you get the positive sales bumps. And their stock price, like, tripled in the last six months, you know? So, like, there is value there. But... You know, they just can never seem to do anything right. And it really sucks because 
it has nothing to do with the people that work there. Like the good people no. that work at the store level, you know, and, and, and it's not fair to those people <clears throat> who try really hard and care a lot that how, how do you have a district leader and a regional leader? These are people that are supposed to be in charge of you. These are their bosses. So the district leader is the store's boss. The regional leader is the district leader's boss. So it's your boss and your boss's boss. They don't even understand how it works. I mean, and then ultimately look what they did. They boned themselves out of sales because of their stupidity. You know, yeah. like it, 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 you know, if you just follow the rules and like you said, the technology's there, this is the time of year when you say, Hey, normally in the holidays, we'd go around to all the stores, check them out. We can't do that. So we need to just get, you know, get in contact with the managers, do more virtual, like every other company in the world figured it out. Like why, why can they not always? Yeah. It's always I like kinda, this. I kind of feel bad for just all retail though. Cause like, like, like imagine like the target and Walmart employees and stuff like they're like Walmart's going to be crazy. And it, regardless of what precautions that they put forth, like those like Walmart on, on Friday is going to be every single store is going to be a super spreader event. But, but are they not, I, I thought they weren't doing any deals in store. Uh, or are they? I, I mean, know, I don't know. I know Best Buy for sure is going to have day of deals. Um, they are limiting the amount of people that are in their stores, but I don't know. Like, like I don't know if you've lined up anywhere with uh, during this last few months or the last year of of COVID existing, but like people don't give you personal space. No, uh, no, they don't. Especially now that they absolutely should. Like, I, I've had to like, uh, like, I've had to like step away and like step out of the line to get away from people because like a dude with a mask or without a mask was like encroaching quite close to me, and it's like, dude, can you please give me like a few feet? Like, there's not, it's not like you need to be a foot away from me. Like, you could take a step back and it'd be fine. But, like, that on a scale of, like, 500 people all wanting you to get a dumb deal on a toaster, it's like, for the love of God, just shop online this year. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and, and it's, but what's weird is it's it's in our culture. Like, it's part of our culture is this, like, rampant consumerism. Now, I benefit yeah. from said consumerism. So I'm possibly being hypocritical here, but that's what it is. It's just this hyper-consumerism where people just got to have, and like they make it like a family thing. Like even my sister, and I don't think they're going this year, but my sister and my mom, like every Black Friday would go shopping in the morning. And I'd, I'd always mm. think of that because I would think I got to go there for Thanksgiving, but I always had to come home Thursday night to get ready to work. You know, yeah. this, this, this is the first Black Friday I will not have worked in the last 20 years. Damn. So this is the first Friday, uh, this is the first Black Friday I'll ever have off. Now, in the past, I was able to go to like midnight Black Friday sales because I just worked regular hours on Black Friday always. But this is the first yeah. year where I'm straight up like not doing anything. In fact, the only thing I'm doing that day is I'm going to go to FedEx because they have they're going to have a package waiting for me that they were going to deliver to the store, but I wasn't going to be there. <laughs> so I was like, no, <laughs> just take it. I'll pick it up at FedEx on Friday. And that's it. But there's going to be some sort of sick FedEx deal on Friday. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. 25% off packing supplies. Um, and uh, But I totally get what you mean about personal space. 
and it's it's all over the place like people are just completely unaware so then i mean like in our even in our store you have people wearing the masks because we require it so they come in there they do it mm. but then you're in an aisle and they just come walking by or like they'll be standing in front of the glass case and they'll say i'd like to get this game out i'm like okay and i'm like oh excuse me because i have to like reach in front of them to unlock the glass case and then they're just like standing nose to nose no, like nose to the glass case I'm like can you just can you get out of the way please <laughs> Like, I don't want to be rude, but like, just get, get out the hell out of the way. I mean, I don't, I don't know. You know, I, I would say this for anybody that that's going to go shopping on black Friday. If you drive to Walmart or target or wherever the hell you want to go and their store is packed, maybe just pull up your, pull up their website on their phone and check their deals. Because I honestly, there's, most of the deals are active right now on their website. Yeah, they've done a ton of early deals, and all yeah. the video game stuff is live with a few exceptions. Um, but I, I already bought a thousand dollars worth of games or something like over <laughs> over the last couple over like the last week because they just had the deals, you know. And the only one I'm really waiting for is the GameStop's going to have all the new Switch games at like twenty seven ninety nine. Like, I saw uh, that. like the first party. That is so surprising. yeah, it is very surprising because they don't ever have great, the best sale. They, they usually like are five bucks behind Amazon and Best Buy, but not this year. Well, and Nintendo just usually doesn't drop their first party software right. titles ever unless they hit like platinum hits or whatever the hell greatest hits line they call them their games. Yeah, it kind of makes me think that uh, like that those are getting close to greatest hits or uh, not greatest players' choice. Like they're getting really close <laughs> to players' choice. I don't know, but uh, do you think they would do players' choice line with like Fire Emblem? I I can't imagine them doing players' choice line at all with Switch games because they're still all their crap sells so so much. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I mean, I could see them doing the first year stuff. So that's like Mario Tennis. Or yeah, Mario Kart, Mario Tennis, Breath of the Wild, and but maybe what they'll probably do though with their Nintendo Selects probably do twenty nine ninety nine instead of do nineteen yeah. ninety nine, just do thirty oh, bucks. No, I, yeah. yeah, I definitely don't think that we'll see a twenty dollar uh, new Switch games. Man, I'll Switch tell you game, what, though, yeah. those games would fly at that price. They though, would. You know? But but Mario Kart is still <laughs> flying. Yeah, they at fly at sixty, <laughs> and it came out like ten years ago. <laughs> Oh man, no, you're not. You're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that's you know, hey, another tales from the GameStop man. I just and it, that was a local story too, I and mean, those friends of ours yeah. were, were were exposed to that, you know. And it's um, the stupidity a, of of middle management, you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you heard, but um, uh, our friend down in Appleton actually has COVID. I did not hear that. Yeah. So. You may want to reach out and see how he's doing. Oh man, I I will do that. Thank you. I, yeah, that's uh, boy. Oh yeah. man. I assume it's sorry to be a downer. No, that's okay. I mean, you know, geez, John just drop it on me in a podcast. God, we're trying to <laughs> trying to keep it light. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so then, uh, so that's that. Uh, we have one thing we want to talk about today. So John and I want to go over our impressions of the new systems. I have a PlayStation five. John has a PlayStation five and an Xbox series X. So he wants yep. to talk a little bit about some comparison stuff. I have, I want to give my impressions of the system. I've actually had a lot of people ask me about that. And then, uh, John's going to pick his game of the week from something he's just been playing in the last week or two, which is totally fine. I have my game of the week picked out and we both have pretty big pi- pickup piles of the week since we've had a couple weeks. So we're going to get to it 
uh, right away. So we're going to start this first story. As, like I said, it's not even really a story, just a, a conversation. And so John and I both have PlayStation 5s. We both secured one day one. Um, and John also got an Xbox Series X, which I did not get. I'm still struggling to see what benefit it offers me. Um, <laughs> although I had a weird moment today, John, that that very well could be the last physical system, physical media system that Microsoft does. So yeah. if, if that's the case, it technically will be the ultimate way to play original Xbox 360 and Xbox One games as yeah. a console. So it really, I should sell my Xbox One X and just get that thing because it'll be the ultimate Xbox and I'll probably never need another one. Yeah, you really don't, like, because the functionality of the Series X is exactly the Xbox One X plus the benefit of of like better graphics and newer games there really is no reason to hold on to a uh xbox one x unless you're like in my situation where like you have another tv you want to put it on or whatever so so yeah if 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 you don't need it there's there's not really much reason to have both um with that being said i'm still not going to buy one i'll wait for one to come in the store (laughs) that's in good shape or i'll wait till they're just on store shelves and i can go in and get one or i'll wait for the inevitable slim model or Xbox Series <laughs> Z, or whatever they're going to do, where it's a better mo- Whatever, I'll just wait. I'm Maybe they'll make hurry. it bigger than them. But someday I'll have one. So, John, let me throw it to you first, um, I guess, because you have a comparison. So I, I want to talk... I could talk about the PS5 all day and the things I like about it. But let's start with you, and let's talk about your comparison between the two. And and what do you think? Yep. So you bought both systems. You've been playing both systems. Like, what you know, what when I ask you that question, where does the first place your head goes? So... Um, I would say right off the bat, I like that the PlayStation five games are on the disc and you can just throw them in. It'll install it and you're playing, you are playing a PS five game faster than you are an an enhanced Xbox series X game because the, like you throw in demon souls and it takes like five minutes to install. And then, bam, you're going. Same thing with uh, Miles Morales. Installs, you're going. You're playing it. Um, On Xbox One X, you are, uh, let's say you throw in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So there's about 50 gigs worth of information on the disc, but then the enhanced version for the Series X is usually another 40 to 60 gigs. So you're spending a lot of time uh, waiting for that to install. Um, there's also like, it's hard to tell whether you've got the, whether the game is enhanced for Xbox series X and has the added textures and whatnot, because the, there's not really a good user interface guide to show you like whether you've got the patch or not. Like there's this weird thing where you've got to go into like the game settings and then Supposedly, there's somewhere within the line where it says like Scarlet version or whatever. Oh, and that's supposed to be <laughs> the the enhancement. But like, they really should just on the dashboard of the like when you're looking at your game screen, it just should say Xbox or Series X enhanced. Like that way, you know, all right, I've got the patch, or this this game has a patch available. Um, the 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 neat thing that the Xbox Series X can do in Ori 
Um, my dog's freaking out um, for some reason. <laughs> um, so the the Ori will Ori and the Will of the Wisps, the new Ori game, they have a 6K super sampling mode, and you don't need to have a 6K TV. You can do it on a 4K TV, and there is a noticeable difference in clarity that you can actually switch back and forth like rapidly between it'll either be 120 fps 4k or it will be 60 fps 6k super sampling and so i was able to switch back and forth and see the difference uh in live real time and it really made the background like the reeds and like the grass look really good um so that was that was pretty neat. Uh, I don't expect a lot of games to do that because Ori is a more simple game. So like as games get more advanced, I think a lot of that that sort of thing will probably fall by the wayside because they'll prioritize just having the thing run at either thirty or sixty eight frames per second rather than like doing fancy six k upscaling. Um, but it it was a neat option that I didn't expect. Um, and then the other the other thing that I noticed really uh, that made me want to mess with my HDR settings. So I don't know about you, but HDR on Xbox One X and PlayStation Five or PlayStation Four Pro, it never like it never made me be like, "Holy shit!" Like I need to tweak my settings or like, "Wow, this is crazy" versus what it was before, but. In um, Tetris Effect uh, connected on Xbox Series X, which I've been playing a lot, um, they'll have levels where the level is... It's a bunch of windmills in the background, and then it'll just be blindingly fucking bright. <laughs> like, like so much so that I would like want to put on sunglasses or like <laughs> play like this. Like, like, like blocking the screen. Where it's just like, holy mother of God, this is bright. So like, it, those that game in particular cost me quite a bit of eye strain, um, which was just weird because it's like I, I've had a I've had my TV for like a year and a half now, and I've had the settings on HDR pretty much the same the entire time, and suddenly the Series X comes out and uh, I'm getting blinded by Tetris. Um, but yeah, uh, other than that, I haven't really noticed the quick resume feature. Like the games that I've played haven't really utilized it. Apparently games need to be individually patched to allow it to function, which is bizarre. Um, cause like if a company doesn't want to bother, then I guess we just won't get the feature. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but yeah, so far I think. I mean, honestly, the the game I've played the most on the Series X is Tetris Effect, just because uh, I've I've been working a lot the last couple weeks, and then I've been playing a lot of uh, Miles Morales and Spider Man Remastered on the PS Five, mm-hmm. and then um, I've been playing a bit of Demon Souls, but I'm not like I'm not in the in the right headspace for that game right now. Uh, sure. So I'm just getting destroyed. I know exactly so what you mean. Of... I know exactly what you yeah. mean with that game. It's uh, it's 
like if you're not in the right mood for it, it, it gets you. I, I totally get what you mean. Well, I fell off. Uh, I fell off one of the tall, um, the higher up parts of the Nexus, and then like I fell off and died. It was the part where you have to talk to that one like monk on the ground. Yep. Before you can level up. So I had all my soul, my uh, I don't know if they're called souls in that game, but uh, I had all all of my stuff from killing the first boss. And then I was trying to find the area to level up. I fell off and died. And then I was going back up to get my my souls. And I was going through an archway up that, that winding staircase. Mm-hmm. And the camera, like, hooked. And when the camera <laughs> hooked, like, my character, like, just dove right off. <laughs> and so I died again. I was like, son of a bitch. God damn it. Yeah, that, that will happen. <laughs> I also find it, uh, just real quick, um, the the souls for, like, when you die, I don't feel like they're as noticeable as they were in the, old, the other Dark Souls games. Like, it's kind of difficult to make sure that you're picking up your your dropped souls from when you died previously. Yeah, I would agree with that actually. It I've no I've I've noticed it a few times where I'll run right past it and be like, "Oh yeah, here it is. It's very subtle. The light's very dim yeah. around it." Yeah, and it looks just like a regular blood splatter that you would click to see I, how someone died. It, that's the only thing about that game that I feel like needs to be tweaked. Yeah, that was a good one. So I I finished it um once and I <laughs> Seriously? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I I I love that game. Um Jesus Christ. I be, I beat it once and then I'm on new game plus now. Uh, okay. But so let me, let me get back to you then. So do you still, are you happy you bought both? And did you feel like, I know that you're going to say yes, probably because I know you're like me where you just want to have everything when it comes out. Cause that's, it's our hobby. Right. It's what we like. But like now that you've had them both, like say that the basement flooded tomorrow and you can only save one system, you know, and get out with one system. What are you grabbing first? <laughs> and, and your house on While fire. On them? So, so your house on say, fire. Not in my basement. You can only um, you can only grab one game system before your whole house collapses. Your family's already safe. Your pets are safe. You go back in. It's about to collapse, and you see the PS5 and the Series X. Which one do you grab? <laughs> um. Well, I mean, truthfully, I would probably. Uh... I would probably grab some of my rare games that are worth more than both consoles. Those are already gone. They're already on fire. They're already melted. I grab. I grab my Keo Flying Squadron. Uh, yeah, they're they're already they're already melted. Sorry, you don't get oh, those. Well, yep, the fire already well, took them. Life is not worth living then. <laughs> um, I don't know if I had to have just one right now this second, it would probably be the PlayStation Five at this time. Um. Just because I'm playing uh, more of it, so like Miles and and uh, and Spider-Man Remastered, which um, cool thing about Spider-Man Remastered. Uh, so if you get the Ultimate Edition of Miles Morales, it comes with a code that you can download uh, Spider-Man Remastered. Uh, you do not need the disc for Miles Morales in the system to play the Spider-Man Remastered uh, download. Cool. So once you redeem that code you just have it. Um, so technically, if if you could find that code somewhere, or like say somebody's selling their code online or whatever, if you redeem it, it would work. 
Nice. So also about that game, they they released the patch for the file transfer update. Yeah. So if you go onto PS4, you update the game with the disc in. Then when you go into the game, there's an option to upload your save file. You hit like L1, you upload the save file, the 100%ed one. When you go to your PS5 version, you go into the game, you can download that save file, and it pops every trophy and you get the platinum, baby. Free platinum yeah, trophy. Did you, did you do that? <laughs> oh, of course. Of course. I'm uh, taking my free platinum. platinum. I did not have the platinum on the original game. Actually, I probably only played about 30% of the original game. Oh, my. Um, so, which is a travesty considering how much I was into the Spider-Man 2 on the PS2. Um, but I'm I'm not planning on doing that. Like, I, had, I definitely have more trophies in the PlayStation 4 version. Uh, but I think I'm just going to keep plugging away and play the, the PS5 version. Because I am enjoying swinging around the city. And, like, the game does look gorgeous uh and the game especially looks uh gorgeous like if you're in a cutscene where like the characters are close up um or if like you're messing around with the photo mode like that game looks gorgeous yeah um both yep. miles morales and and remastered so i know it's a stupid question to ask you which one you would save um but i guess i just wanted to get it i just wanted to get the idea from you because i know obviously you're a big xbox guy and you love the brand and you love the device. It doesn't matter if there was nothing to play on it. And I think, like, the best way I don't look at it, I feel, is just that it's an investment. Like, the Xbox yeah. has potential. You're buying potential. Now, is that a good strategy? I mean, they were going to sell every Xbox before launch, no matter what, anyway. I mean, it was it was, yeah. was going to be a hide item. It was going to sell. How long, though, does that maintain if you don't have the blockbuster software? And I feel like right now, Sony is continuously taking away market share from them every every time someone thinks about getting one or the other they're like well you know like i just feel like right now it's always the the better choice is always going to be the playstation brand you know with with few exceptions um you know the crazy thing about that though like so so this i've pretty much consistently been just x mainly an xbox guy i i will play playstation games uh and i own a lot of them but for the most part, if I'm if I'm buying a cross-platform game, I will generally play it on the Xbox console because I want achievements. For it. Um, and then if I really love it, I might buy it on the PlayStation as well. Um, but uh, my buddy uh, Kevin that I talk to talk about a lot during the 360 generation, he was all about the Xbox 360. And then like midway through that generation, he started playing his PS3 more. And then he got addicted to getting pl- platinum trophies. And then that persisted through the PlayStation 4 generation. He was pretty much 100% PlayStation 4. Uh, and actually, the only reason he has an Xbox One is that I sent him my original Xbox One. And I put my profile on it, uh, which back when, we were work- when I was working at GameStop, whenever I would get a free game, they would give it to me via code. And so with my profile on that Xbox, every time I got a free game, he could play it. Right. Um, <laughs> and such a good so, guy, John. Yeah. So, so yeah, he, but even, even though he had a free Xbox one, he still predominantly played his, his PlayStation four. So this gen, uh, PlayStation five and Xbox or, and Xbox series X come out. And, 
Kevin has switched. So he bought an Xbox Series X this gen, and he had a PlayStation 5, and he ended up, instead of keeping it, he decided to flip it on Craigslist, um, and he made he got like 750 bucks for it, um, which I will admit, I am a bastard. I also got an extra PlayStation 5, and I, I did sell it on Facebook Marketplace for 750 bucks. <laughs> Um, I didn't originally intend on doing that. I bought, I ordered a second one because a friend of mine was upset because she wasn't able to order one. And so when they went up on, on, uh, Amazon, I ordered a second one because I already had secured one through Walmart. And I, I was like, all right, I got one. So I'm like, just so you know. I got a backup, so if you need one, I got it. Otherwise, if you if you get one yourself, let me know. And she ended up securing her pre-order as well. So then I just had another another PlayStation coming, and I was like, well, I could return it or cancel it, or I could make a, a little bit of money on it, and I could use it to pay down my credit card. So that way, these systems cost me seven hundred and fifty dollars together instead of a thousand. No, so that's what I did. Nothing will excuse your disgusting behavior. But feel free yeah, to keep trying to. <laughs> um, and I, I, this is the first time I've ever, I've ever done that. I'm not, uh, I am not one of those people that is trying to get another one. I'm happy with, with, with what I got, and I'm moving on. But yeah, cool. my my buddy Kevin is now playing Xbox, and and he's enjoying the features of the the Series X, which is really surprising because he's ignored the the Xbox console generation for like the last seven years. And suddenly he's a switch well, has flipped and he's like, Oh, now I'm into it. I mean, and now is... he's playing, he's playing gears five and 4k and whatnot. Well, there is something to be said though, about a generation that he's going back and rediscovering. Cause if he didn't play a lot of the Xbox one there is, I mean, right now on the series X, it's like he has a whole library of 20 games. He's never played because he didn't play those. I still find it absolutely crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that you would switch after the PS4 generation if you're into games like I know he is that like why how you would make that switch back but also I could see where you're looking at it logically right and he's looking at it going the PS5 there's only one game I want to play that's not something I can play on PS4 right now yeah an Xbox Series X can play all these games I haven't played yet oh and the PlayStation 5 I can flip for a bunch of money and basically get my Xbox for half price so those things like in I could see the logical thinking behind that uh I mean I don't think we're logical when it comes to this stuff, right? Like we're just, no. we, we buy it to play it, you know? So like, like he, I could see, but I could, I could rationalize that. I, if someone came to me and said, that's why they did it, I would say, okay. <laughs> like it makes sense, I guess, like in the sane rational he, world. He also just pulled the trigger and got like a really, really nice ass TV. Like he got, he got one of the OLED um, TVs that does like one, one twenty uh, FP or Hertz. Mm-hmm and uh and all that so like he the the xbox series x is making the most of the tv purchase that he just got so sure so so that's uh xbox aside now since i don't have one i can't really add anything to that conversation so we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about the features of the ps5 uh the first thing i want to talk about is the dual sense controller now when it came out and the week before the playstation came out and all the reviewers were out there Every headline, what was every headline that that week was 
the dual sense is a game changer. The dual sense yeah. is true next gen. The dual sense this and that. Let me just say, I think the dual sense is a very nice controller. It's not a game changer. I I, I, no. I have to really push back on that because here's the deal. Here's what the here's what the and, and especially certain games like Demon Souls, you feel it like you feel extra little notch when you like shoot a bow and arrow, and sometimes mm-hmm. when you walk over a piece of debris, it rumbles a little bit, so it just feels like a rumble. Like it doesn't. It acts like really good background music. Background music, you don't even know what's there half the time, but it's adding something to your experience. That's what the DualSense controller is doing. It's like background um, interaction, you know? And and so sometimes, and, and some games do it better than others, obviously. But just the idea that it was like, and I said, I like the controller. I'm not knocking it. I think it's awesome. And I think it's really unique what it's doing. But like to hear everyone talk about how this this is what made them realize it was next gen, like I just think that's kind of crazy talk. And I don't understand how yeah. one person said it. And then every news outlet, game news in quotations, every gaming article was how amazing. And it was almost using like the same verbiage, almost like Sony said, here, just say this about the controller <laughs> and we'll give you a free one. You know, it was just kind of weird. But um, that what are, probably what... was in the marketing materials, because a lot of times when you see marketing materials and you have to talk about a thing that you haven't had a lot of time with, you do end up regurgitating those marketing materials a little bit. Oh sure, I mean that's that's ultimately the the ploy. So yeah, um, what I want to talk about, and then I'll toss it to you to get your impressions. I do want to talk about a few things that did impress me about the controller, though. So when it comes to the dual, first of all, I like the controller in general. Uh, one thing I don't like about it is as I'm playing Spider Man right now, um, when you have to mash L1 or R1, it's not natural for me. The size of that controller when I'm holding onto it and I have to like hit L1 or R1 rapidly, to me it's not it's not comfortable. So I almost okay. have to I almost have to let go of the controller and then hit it a different way. It's very strange. I never had to do that with the DualShock 4 or the DualShock 3. Um, however, so let, let's get to why I did like those. So when you first hook up the when you get the free software on the PS5, you get Astro's Playroom. Or yep. Astro, yeah, Astro's Playroom. So when you're before you even get into the game, they're kind of showing off what the DualSense controller can do. And so like there's this part where it's got you know, rocket thrusters as each of the handles and you hit the, yeah. you hit the left trigger to ignite the left side and right trigger to ignite the right side. So I'm, I'm, I'm not kind of paying attention, you know? And so I click it and I hit the right, the right one and it's kind of fizzling a little bit and I hit the left one. It's fizzling. I'm like, okay, cool. I thought I had pressed the controller down all the way and I hadn't. The triggers were actually fighting me quite a bit and I had to push extra hard to get through that. It almost felt like if you spilled soda in, on a controller and it had like that sticky, <laughs> it had that sticky pop, you know? So, yep. so like once you broke through that, then it was like an extra powerful thruster on the screen. And so it was really neat. Like I went, holy crap, that was really cool. So that, that did put a smile on my face right away. And then the other yeah. thing right after that, they, they take where the touchpad would be on the controller on the screen and they open it up and a bunch of Astrobots are sprinkled inside the controller. You, yeah. you close the, they close the touch, the touch bar. And when you move the controller, you can feel them like they're rattling around inside the controller. In- I didn't do that. Yeah. It's incredible. Like I, I agree with that. Oh. That is incredible. Like, like that feature there. Um, did you play Astrobot the VR? I did not play the VR one. I, I sold my that, PlayStation four VR a while back. That game, like all of those levels are fantastic. And should be in a game that is not stuck in VR. <laughs> they, like, yeah, <laughs> that, 
that series is fantastic. Like those developers do such a damn good job of making a platformer, and it's a character like that little robot shouldn't be as fun and cute as it is, but they they're so damn charming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I totally agree with that. And so, like, there are things I I like about the DualSense controller. I think it is a great step up for a controller. It's a great new controller. It's USB-C. It's nice. fits well in my hands. I like it. It seems to hold more of a charge than the DualShock 4, as far as I can tell, as far as Demon's Souls and Miles Morales go, anyway. I don't... I haven't killed a controller yet, but... It's not... uh, I feel like it's not great. Maybe it... I mean, it might be that when... uh when Nicole's watching like Netflix or whatever, the controller might stay on. So that might be draining my battery. But, um, I bought a USB C to USB C cord, uh, cause it's got that USB C plug on the front. Sure. And I don't know if that USB C plug doesn't get power, but I plugged in my controller to charge via that port. And I came back or like, I came back the next day, uh, unplugged it, and it said my controller was like about to die. And I was like, what? Why didn't I get power from that? So the, the PlayStation 5 has some weird issues. Like I've heard of issues in rest mode where it's not charging controllers. So they have some, like okay. they have to patch that OS and they have to figure that out. Dom had what he thought was an issue when he said his controller was at one bar. So he was playing Miles Morales. He plugged it in while he was playing. And he said that basically it would, as he was playing, it would never go above one bar. And so hmm. I thought, oh, that's, you know, and then he, and then he put it into rest mode or he, or he just exited the game and it charged up fully, no problem. So he thought it was a glitch. And what, what we realized was that that game was actually with the, with the haptic feedback up, it was, it was killing the battery as fast as it was charging now, <laughs> it, but it, but it shouldn't, but it shouldn't have been. So there still might be an issue there somewhere, but it, that's what he realizes only when he's in Spider-Man of all games. And it was only when he was huh. trying to play Spider-Man, not when it was just on like a menu or something. Well, so, and Spider-Man's been the game I'm predominantly playing, so maybe Spider-Man kills your controller faster than Dark or Demon Soul. Yeah, Spider-Man might be the controller killer because apparently it uses a lot more of the DualSense haptic feedback, uh, like the okay. rumble and everything. So, you know. Um, but other than that, so I'm still getting used to the PS5 interface because there's some weird stuff going on there. Like, it took me a long time to figure out how to just look at all my trophies. Not the trophies for the, any of the games I have right there, but just how do, how do I get to my trophies to look at them? So that took a while. Even little things like on the PS4, you would hit the home button once to go to the home screen. If you hold the home button, it would give you the option for like power devices, things like that. Here, yeah, I, here, here you hold the button. It doesn't do that. You have to press the button and then go down and then all the way to the right to get to your power options. It's just... I had to Google how to fucking turn it off. <laughs> it, it was, it's, it's just... Weird changes that probably didn't need to happen, but it's fine. Uh, I will say, obviously, it's SSD, and not just SSD, but these are this is solid state memory that is soldered into the motherboard <laughs> in in the shape of a circle. <laughs> Remember, we saw the teardown video. Yep. So, so it's 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 hard lined in. So that's what makes it as fast as it is, and it it is incredible. I will say that I mean, as someone who does have an SSD, and I install most of my games to it on my PC. I mean, yeah, the load times are, are way better. I installed Monster Hunter World, which when you go to the guided the guiding lands in that game, I would say it takes about a minute to load. A full minute okay. load time on the PS4. On the PS5, 5 to 10 seconds. 
it, it's, wow. it's incredible upgrade, incredible upgrade. Uh, and so, I mean, and, and plus that game runs 60 frames, like just incredible. It just looks awesome. Like that, that, that game got fully upgraded and looked better without having to do anything. It didn't even need a patch. Just, technically they had the pro HDR patch for it. Okay. Um, uh, did you see that they're doing a Mila Jolovich crossover? I just saw that dude. Uh, it that just game? makes me want to hurl, man. <laughs> get that, get that shit out of my game. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, it's whatever. Who cares? It, it, it's ugh. I can't even. I don't even want to go there. That it, it pissed me off. I saw. I just. I just shared that with my Monster Hunter like Facebook group, like uh, okay. my Facebook chat group for when we all play. And I'm like, this is just shit. <laughs> like, get this. <laughs> get this crap out of here. <laughs> um. So my experience overall, though, super good. Uh, I did have a moment where I was playing Demon Souls, and the game froze, and I went, oh no. Uh, and I hit the home button, and nothing happened. And I was like, oh, no. Um, and then I don't remember what I did. I think I pressed and held the home button or I hit the home button again, and it actually minimized the game. So then okay. I, went, I went back into Demon Souls, and it was still froze. I was like, oh, no, this is not good. I'll probably just have to exit the game. It happens, you know, whatever. And I was on my phone doing something. I forget what it was. And then all of a sudden, the game came back to life. <laughs> like, it, it, after, about, after about a minute of being frozen, it unfroze. Because I was on my phone just, like, checking Twitter or something, while I decided what I was going to do. And then all of a sudden it just unfroze and it worked the rest of the night. No problem. <laughs> so I don't know what the hell Why? happened there. Um, but, uh, but something happened there. Uh, so I had you hear... little hiccups like that. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. I was just saying I've had little hiccups like that, but nothing too major, but you were saying. So, so did you hear that Todd Howard story where he was talking about oblivion or not oblivion, uh, Morrowind on the original Xbox. And when your game when the Xbox ran out of uh, space in the RAM, it would actually reboot the console during a loading screen without you knowing it. So that way you could free up RAM to be able to run the game again. And, the, and so it, just, it would do like a soft, a soft restart or something. Yes. But, but totally without any, without you being aware that it was actually restarting the console. Wow, that's wild. Like, yeah, it was just something they could do on the OS side where they would just pause the the image on the screen and, like, act like it's loading. But in reality, it's rebooting <laughs> the whole band. So, so. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, see, and I love hearing about tricks like that. Like, like how... And, yeah. And I almost wonder, and I... Th- this is getting off track a little bit, but, like, I almost wonder if when game developers have every tool at their disposal, if that almost hurts them the limitations of the NES and of all these other consoles leading up to that, the limitations of the 64, the limitations of the PlayStation one, did that cause a better game or was it just more that, you know, at that time, if you didn't know there was something better on the horizon, you just worked within your means. Like everyone works within their means, I guess, you know, it's like, it's like no one 50 years ago was crying about not being able to live in a future with the internet. Cause they didn't know what the internet was. Like it wasn't a, it wasn't a <laughs> thing, you know? Um, but, yeah. but so getting back to the PS5, uh, lastly, I just want to talk a little bit about the game. So Demon Souls, I love, it's a beautiful game. I mean, it is, it is truly like it felt next gen. It really did to me. I really liked it a lot. Uh, I finished it, a, uh, one time through and I'm going to play some more. I played the Spider-Man remastered was kind of eh. like when I looked at it, it was kind of not great looking to me because I had already played Miles Morales. And so okay. Miles Morales does look better. Uh, but it's Spider-Man and Spider-Man's great. That was my game of the year two years ago. 
and Miles Morales is going to be a contender. I'm about five or six hours in right now. So, and that game goes pretty quick, unfortunately, like it is a shorter game, which is disappointing. I mean, they, they sold it as a cheaper game. Like it was $50 when other games were 70, the $70 version came with the $20 remaster version of Spider-Man. So it's kind of like, you know, it was supposed to be like an uncharted lost legacy kind of value, I guess, you know, like that was how they sold it. I mean, that's how they pitched it. So if you thought anything else, that was just a misunderstanding of the situation. Um, but I do, I do like it. I'm getting back into the, no pun intended, I'm getting back into the swing of things with that game. Like, I, I'm finally <laughs> starting to feel good about the combat. When I first booted it up last week, I was like, Ugh. but I'd been playing Dark Souls or Demon Souls. And so I needed to get back into Spider-Man mode, which I am now fully in Spider-Man mode. Um, and so I'm loving that game. And then the only other thing I've played on it besides some old stuff, and I haven't even installed, like, I want to play Ghost of Tsushima. Like, I want to see that game on 60 frames. Um, I played Miles Morales in 60 frames instead of with ray tracing on. So that game, I don't know if you know, you have to choose between fidelity mode and performance mode in the settings. So I'll choose, I'll I'll say right now, I'll choose 1080p 60 frames all day over 4K 30. I would choose it all day. Well, I think it's, it's still 4K. You're just not getting it, ray tracing. It is. It is. And I didn't mean that in this instance. I'm just saying I would go as low as to say I'll take 60. The idea, the point is I'll take 60 frames over resolution any day. Like the smoothness that is there, like that's important to me. Now, not the same for everybody. It's a personal preference. I'm just saying for me. Um, now, and then lastly, the last game I played was Bug Snacks, right? So this is okay. the free PlayStation Plus downloadable game. Um, I don't know how to describe that game really. It's just it's it is one of the weirdest things I've ever played. But it's neat. It was really neat and there's some really cute stuff like for instance, so if you don't know what Bug Snacks is, Bug Snacks is I guess the closest I could say is it's similar to a Pokemon game where you're trying to catch these creatures, but these creatures are half snack, half bug. So for instance, one of the creatures is called a Frider. It's a spider with fries for legs. And his body is like the fry container. It's the weirdest shit. Like, who, like so whoever thought this was really demented, but in a good way, and I love it. Um, like, one of the creatures, and they, and they only say their name, like Pokemon do. So, like, one of the creatures is called a bunger. And it's, it's literally like a cheeseburger with legs. And its butt is like the wrapper around a cheeseburger, you know? Like, if you got, if you got like a white wrapper on a cheeseburger and you'd eat it in your hands... And he's a he's called a bunger, and he literally just runs around going bunger 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 bunger. It's just hilarious. Like it, it, it's great, but you have to catch them, and then if you eat them or if you feed them to the other people on the island, they start to turn into that food. So like you feed one of the carrot ones to a guy, and his leg turns into a carrot. Shit's so weird. Like yeah, my my mayor has like strawberry arms and shit. <laughs> yeah, like it's a first it's a first person puzzle game essentially because you have to figure out what to do. Like for instance, there's these one creatures that like you can't trap them so unless they're knocked out. So you have to spray them with just bear with me here. You have to squirt them with ketchup so yep. that the bungers will charge into them and knock them out, and then you can pick them up. Now to capture a <laughs> to capture a bunger, you have to get two bungers to crash into each other to capture a bunger so like shit's wild um so there there is apparently a character in the game so like there's a character in the game that's anti-eating the bug snacks and you can apparently he sleepwalks at night and you can feed him bug snacks (laughs) while he is sleepwalking (laughs) and then he wakes up 
and he realizes he's got like strawberry arms and shit, <laughs> and he's super angry because he like looks at it like like he's a vegetarian and he doesn't want to eat these little creatures. Yeah, yeah, like like yeah, like someone slipped him some like beef into his like veggie tacos yeah. or something. You're like what the hell? <laughs> Um, so, so the game is, is wild. It's free. So you might as well go get it. Uh, it's kind of fun. I'm thinking about buying a, a physical copy because I, wonder, I, am I, I wonder if that game physically will be limited because of it being free. So I'm not, I'm not sure, but also because I think the game has a charm to it. And I think if they ever do a sequel, it'll be like really, really good. Um, cause I think that was made by the people that did Octodad, right? That yes. was that spicy was their horses, I believe it was. Yeah, or spicy and, and Octodad. If you've played that, is just a wild ass game too. Like shit, don't make sense in that game either. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um. So those were those were the games I played overall. It's a great experience with the system so far. I mean, I feel and I don't know about you. I feel like it downloads faster, like from the store directly. Yeah. So I don't know if they either took the cap off the download limit on the store or if they just have a better network card on the inside. I'm not sure. It just, everything seems, and, and obviously the interface just runs faster, which you never would have thought the PS4 was slow because compared to the PS3, it was lightning fast. Well, the PS4, it turns out, is shit slow because compared to the PS5, the PS5 is lightning fast and the PS4 is like slow and laggy and sucks. <laughs> so. <coughs> the um, only the only backwards compatible PS4 game I've played on the PS5 is a, a side-scrolling like almost 16-bit game so like i didn't even experience like the the upgrade that you get from playing a a a backwards compatible game running it at five thousand frames per second (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) i i did get i got katamari for xbox uh and that game does feel like it loads very 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 fast um when when you're picking your level and the king is telling you like that he's loading like loading trees and sending blah 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 to the planet. It just says sending to the planet, and then bam, you're in the you're rolling along and you're mm-hmm. in the game. So so that is definitely nice. Um, but that's the only game I've really felt like I've noticed super fast loading on the Xbox. Well, and I, yeah, and I don't know how that's gonna work. Where it should just you shouldn't need a patch for that. I mean, that should just load faster because the data transfers faster with that type of storage. But I wonder if that's a difference. Another difference between the Xbox and the PlayStation is how like how the software reacts to the new storage type. Well, and like I was playing so Need for Speed uh, Hot Pursuit Remastered. And that game still has like they have like the credit roll prior to the the start of the game. So you got to see the Criterion logo, the EA logo, the the game logo, etc., all that garbage. And it's just like, dude, you've got the technology. Just put all that stuff on one <laughs> one thing for like a half a second or like do like um uh some some movies will like have the credits, uh, like Zombieland, uh, for instance, like when they're talking about the rules, they're like a 3D image within the world. Yeah. That the the, the uh, character walks past. Do that, where like the EA logo is like something that you walk past in the game and then it's gone after it gets out of your view. Like, like redo the title sequence 
so that way you're not stopping the player from being in the game. Yeah, no, that makes total sense to me. I in that game when that goes down to fifteen dollars, I'll buy that. I'll buy Need for Speed. Yeah, fifteen dollars. <laughs> but I do want to play that. So I guess I'll toss it back to you. F- then, as far as the PlayStation Five's concerned, is there anything else you had? that like either really wowed you or really disappointed you either way. Just, um, you know, if there was anything in particular that caught your attention, um, I'm really not disappointed by either, either console. Um, just because I'm, I'm happy to have both. Um, and like, I'm, I'm excited to, to play more of them. Uh, maybe sometime next March, I'll have some more time. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I've been hearing a lot of really good uh, things about the the Sackboy game, uh, so I'm excited to play that. Um, but yeah, right now I'm just I'm I'm excited that they're finally out. Uh, we've got in a couple weeks we got Cyberpunk coming, um, which I already have uh, on my account from buying the Cyberpunk Series X or Xbox One X system. Oh yeah, so, that's like, right. I'm I to play that. Yeah, I got that too, actually. <laughs> I mean, you'll never redeem that code because you'll never take it out of the box. Correct. <laughs> but but here's the thing. Um, so, and, and just to get to the point about not being disappointed, I, I could make an argument that I was probably a little disappointed in my PS4 when it came out. Yeah. Like, there was a lack of software. I, I strongly feel like that. And I know we've talked about, like, my favorite game was Dead Rising 3 on the Xbox, even though my Xbox yeah. was defective out of the box. But beside the point... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the launch, the PS4 launch, like I, I played way more of the hell, way more of Rezo Gun than I ever would. Yep. If yes. it released right now on the X, Xbox Series X and the PlayStation Five. So while while the Xbox doesn't have a lot of like exclusive launch titles, there still is a lot of great games that came out that you can play on both systems right now, like the sure. Watch Dogs and and. Uh, Assassin's Creed and whatnot. Well, and I could have bought a Series X and then finally played because I I do want to play Gears Tactics. I do want to play. Like, yeah. I actually would like to go through the Gears games sometime. Like I would like to go through those. I think I played the first one and the second one not to completion. I think I played Horde mode in the second one a bunch because it was just cool, like co-op versus the computer mode. But so I would totally play those sometime. You know, like I would like to. I should say I don't know if I don't think they hold up. I don't think the earlier Gears games hold up anymore. Plus, like shooting a. a freaking enemy for 20 minutes like two clips of bullets just down it's like really annoying to me i don't know why but i'd rather kill like 100 guys with one bullet <laughs> than one guy yeah. with 100 bullets <laughs> there's so many things aesthetically about gears that i don't like um i don't know like the roadie run and like the the bulk of the characters and like like you were saying the guns don't feel like super impactful right um right. uh it, now if they would if they would put, so they put Batista in the game. Yeah, uh, I heard so you about can, that. You yeah. can replace, you can play replace Marcus Phoenix in Gears Five with Batista, <laughs> and they also went out of their way to actually have Batista record a bunch of lines for the game, which is cool. Um, they also just put the New Day, uh, the wrestlers, all three of them, in the game and recorded seven hundred lines of new dialogue for them. That's hilarious. Um, so, like, I would like them to just replace. Uh, Marcus Phoenix's character model with Bender from Futurama and just have John DiMaggio <laughs> who plays Marcus Phoenix record a bunch of bite my shiny metal ass lines for 
for Gears. That would make me play a Gears game. You'd si- uh, sign me heard, up. <laughs> I've heard really good things about Gears 5, and uh, you can, like, it's been nine ninety nine like, a million times in the last, it, like, six months. It's, like, the cheapest, saddest game. <laughs> you well, know, like... You know, all of, all of Microsoft's first-party physical discs have gotten so freaking cheap now that Game Pass is taking off. Like, yeah. it's almost like they're like, well, what's the point of uh, trying to get full price? Screw it. We'll just mark everything first party down to nine ninety nine. Yeah, with, with the exception of Forza Horizon 3 and 4. Like, Forza Horizon 4 is still a $60, $50 game. Uh, four is down to twenty five and twenty in a lot of places this week. Oh yeah, this it was, week it was twenty five at Target this week. Yeah, well, it's Black Friday, so yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so so um, yeah, I'm with you, man. I think overall, I'm very happy with this console generation launch. Yep, anyway, um, I feel like the five had games, and it had what the Xbox One had going in, which was some backwards compatibility. So like, you had more games to play right away. Uh, so I think it's just good overall. I think the hardware is good. Um, I'm still debating if I'm going to take the face plates off and paint them myself. I saw someone put nah. a, put like a flat black, and it looked unbelievable, man. It looked so good. Did you see the uh, the N7 uh, one that somebody did? Uh, no, but I better not look yeah, at it or did, I'll want it. <laughs> they did a Mass Effect design, and it, looked, it did look pretty damn good. Um, I... Yeah, whatever. Um, no, I would. I wouldn't recommend painting it. I honestly, I think somebody should take the the form factor, like like where the the different places where they connect onto the system, and rather than copy them like that one company was going to do and just make them different colors, make it a different shape so that way they can put it out without getting sued yeah, by without, Sony without getting like, shut down. <laughs> <laughs> like I wouldn't mind having a PlayStation Five where the base is flat, so that way you don't have to use that stupid stand. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna admit that uh, I didn't even I didn't even figure out how to get that stand on there, man. Like I got it that day it, one, and I just I, I I stood it up, and I was like, it's fine without the stand. I <laughs> put it on there. <laughs> oh, you are you are? Do you have yours vertical? Yeah, yeah, I got mine standing up. Okay. I haven't I haven't stood mine up because that thing's so fucking big that uh, if I stood it up on my entertainment unit it would it would creep into the bottom part of my TV and so <laughs> so I have it side or I have it sideways um, or some would say horizontal um, but but yeah it's it's weird how it clips into the back of the the system even horizontal. Because it does not feel like it really grips the system. Like it, it, it feels like if you were to walk over to it, and, like sh- press on it, it would just like fall <laughs> off just the stand. Fall off. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a weird, really weird design. Like I, Sony's bizarre. Yeah, it just seems it feels overcomplicated, right? Like yeah. we, oh, we didn't need that. That's what I was gonna say. So. I don't know if you saw anybody talk about the holes on the Xbox. They're huge. So, like, the holes on the side of the Xbox Series X, like, and the back where um, where all the ports are, and then the holes on the top uh, with that fan, mm-hmm. they are so damn big. I feel like I could get, like, like 50 pencils 
and just shove <laughs> like like just fill the entire top of the console with pencils. Like I feel like they would just drop right in. Um, it really makes me worried about like Lyra at some point just shoving crap into oh, the no. top. Oh no, dude, she's gonna melt crayons into that sucker, dude. I'm I'm calling no. it right now. I'm calling it. No, actually, she she's really good about not touching my stuff, which is weird because like I'm not overbearing about it. Like I'm not constantly telling her don't touch my my stuff. <laughs> um, and the like really, it's almost like I don't really say that. The, the only thing I do say is like, like, hey, put your make sure to if you're going to touch a disc, be careful with it. That sort of thing. Oh, sure, sure. Well, man, that's it. I, 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 I can't I can't believe we're talking about a new generation, man. We're in, we're in the the next gen of consoles is today. So this is current gen now PS5 and Xbox Series X. It's it, yep. it, it didn't feel like it had been seven years since the PS4 came out. I really did not know like that. Did did you like that throwback picture I sent you on Facebook? Yeah, I was like, I was trying to figure it out. Like, I wasn't sure if it was a new picture. Like, you stopped in the store, so I was looking at the marketing behind you to be like, wait, this can't be new. Like, he wouldn't do that. No, that was uh, that was a picture from the launch day of the PlayStation nice. Four. And remember, I was talking about that a couple months ago, where I they sent us tattoos that said the PS4 logo, and I put them under my eyes. But then I don't remember ever taking them off. <laughs> I just like I woke up the next day; they were just gone, oh. and I was like, "What happened?" Well, Where it worked out. <laughs> There's a pillowcase somewhere with just two PS4 logos just stuck to it. <laughs> That's amazing. All right, so we have our games of the week picked out and our pickup piles of the week. John, what is your Game of the week. What? What? Uh, I know it's something you said you've been playing recently, but uh, what? Uh, what's your game of the week? What do you want to talk about? Uh, so I'm gonna go with the Spider-Man Remastered, just because I've been playing a lot and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Um, it's it's a game that obviously I got on PS4 and I never really put too much time into it, just because other stuff came out. And uh, now that it's now that I have hot, fresh new consoles, it. It, you want to play something on the system, and so that that fell to Spider-Man, and I'm sure I'm going to beat Destiny, and then go straight on to to Miles Morales. I uh, GameStop actually messed up the pre-orders for the the Ultimate Edition, and so it, it took me a week. Uh, I I just had the base Miles Morales game that I was playing, and then they finally got in the Ultimate Editions, so I swapped out to get the one that got the remaster. And so now I'm I'm playing the first game because I wanna I wanna get the story before I go on to Miles because I know there's a lot of story connection. Yeah, no, you definitely want to finish the remaster first. There's some, I mean, that game was for a reason my my game of the year two years ago, and it it hits massively strong story points, really emotional stuff, lots of highs and lows in that game emotionally. It's it's great, and I'm a big Spider-Man fan anyway, um, and. I do want to ask you though, do you ever get really confused when you go to counter and you hit triangle instead of circle? <laughs> yeah, I don't like the Can you change that? I mean, technically I think in the PlayStation you could swap those two buttons, but it would swap them for everything. <laughs> yeah, that I wouldn't like. But no, yeah, I, yeah, I wish they would have just ripped off the Batman uh just stay completely. with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
No, I totally agree. Like I was even doing that tonight. I was like, I hit triangle, like just instinctively went to Batman, which I haven't played in like five years, but I played all those games and enjoyed them all so much back then. It just felt natural, but um, I still wish at some point during the Miles Morales game, like he would walk past a puddle and just be like, God, that puddle looks amazing. And then have like somebody he's talking to be like, what are you talking about? Like, oh, nothing, nothing. Yeah, oh, nothing. <laughs> I did. I did hear a reference to like up to the to the pigeon man from the first game because you have to find you have to okay. do all those all that stupid pigeon tracking garbage. And so like he makes fun of like how shitty those missions were. So that's pretty funny. <laughs> I just did my first pigeon tracking mission last night. Oh, I had to track. They're some, awful. Some pigeon ate a USB drive or some shit. Yeah, no, it's it's awful. It's like that that game had a lot of filler, which made it extended you know extended gameplay. I've heard Miles Morales cut out a lot of that filler. Like there still is yeah. non mission stuff to do, but apparently it's a lot less. And the size of the city in Miles Morales is a lot smaller. Like I think it's like maybe a, a half the size of of the area. Is or, it? I would think so. But I mean, unless I'm about to discover some more because I mean, Dom told me he beat the game at like 10 or 12 hours and I'm already four or five hours in. So, but is the city actually smaller or is it the missions are the, the area where the missions are being doled out in a smaller area? Well, like I can't imagine that they would like straight up just be like, screw it. We will, we'll lop off the ability to go to a lot of the the city. Yeah. I'm not sure. Like I haven't hit any invisible walls. Well, I'm not, I'm not sure, but I don't even know. I mean, I have to look at the map again, I guess. And and it is possible I'll get more of the city, but it doesn't feel like it's as big. But, of course, I haven't played Spider-Man for a couple of years. So it is possible I'm yeah. just remembering wrong. But, um, but yeah, man. Ooh, man, that Spider-Man's great. It's fantastic. So, so what is your game of the week this week? Okay, so two weeks ago, remember, we didn't do our games of the week because we were, we were rushing through. And I told you I had an import picked up, and then you were all upset. Like, you, you called me after the podcast crying. You're like, please, Greg, just tell me what the import game was. Please, I beg you. We're supposed to be friends. Why are you doing this to me? All yada, yada. And so, um, so I thought I would carry that over this week. So my game of the week this week is Shadow Tower Abyss for the PS2. This is, okay. a, this is a FromSoft RPG. So the first Shadow Tower is available on PS1 in the United States. And it's just a continuation of Kingsfield, essentially. And so it's another, okay. like, dungeon diving, first-person, really difficult, annoyingly difficult, from soft PS1 game. So <laughs> they, they made a sequel to Shadow Tower on the PS2, but it only ever came out in Japan. And so the, the copy I'm holding in my hand is actually uh, a burned CD with reproduction art that I bought off someone on Etsy... But because okay. I have a, but because I have a test PS2, I can play it. So it's a translated ISO on a disc with art that I can actually play on my test PS2 because it plays burned discs. Nice. So uh, Shadow Tower Abyss though is just another like it's another it's basically a Kingsfield game, but it's a little bit darker even and to- tonally speaking, um, it's really fun. Like uh, I want to go through the entire FromSoft library sometime and play the early like I've always wanted to stream through the Kingsfield games. Because people always mm-hmm. think of you know Demon Souls and Dark Souls as like this birth of a new type of game, and there was a mod really early on for Dark Souls for PC that turned the game into a first person game, and when I saw videos of Dark Souls in first person, it is effing Kingsfield if I've ever seen it. Like they they <laughs> took their same control scheme, they took the same ideas, and then just took the camera and put it in third person instead. I mean now technically in Dark Souls you do have a role and stuff like that, so you you are more mobile. 
than yeah. you are in the Kingsfield games, but that's kind of the idea. So Shadow Tower Abyss, uh, if, you, if you like FromSoft games and you want to go back to their early stuff, Kingsfield 1, our, so our Kingsfield 1 and 2 we got here in the States is actually Kingsfield 2 and 3. There's a Kingsfield 1 that came out in Japan that we never got. And so then Kings, that's why Kingsfield for PS2 is Kingsfield 4 <laughs> when we never got Kingsfield because we never got one here. So we got one and two. Our one and two is Japan's two and three. What uh, What is that P- PS2 launch title from, from software that was also basically... Kingsfield. Kingsfield. So that's Eternal Ring, and that's another. Yep. That's another good one. Yep. yep, that's another good one. And then they also did for so for PS One they did a game called Echo Knight, which is kind of like a first person exploring game, but there's no combat. Echo Knight's really weird that way. It's kind of it's more of like a almost like a walking simulator before they were cool. And then they did a sequel to that on PS Two called Echo Knight Beyond, and Echo Knight Beyond is actually like a sci fi take on that, and it's quite interesting actually so it just like FromSoft has put out banger after banger uh over the last four generations it's incredible um so with that being said john i know we both have massive pickup piles so you go first and i'll finish up all right so uh, a few of these you could probably guess since i've talked about um <laughs> so uh ultimate edition of spider-man miles morales uh with the remaster code uh, Demon Souls for PS4 or PS5, uh, and I just picked up uh, the Sackboy Big Adventure, so nice. I haven't played it yet, but I've heard really good things. I- I've heard it's great. Uh, all right, we'll do PS4 since our next. Uh, Thirteen Sentinels, Aegis Rim. Um, I've been hearing really good things about this, and you, it went on sale for Black Friday. Nice. Yeah, you got it for thirty then. Yep. Nice. Um, I finally got uh my limited run, uh two limited run orders in the same day actually. Um, so in those orders I got Outer Wilds, uh Shanta and the Severn Sirens, nice, and Super Epic: The Entertainment War. Uh, which is a really freaking funny game. Uh, did you did you order this one at all? Uh, yes, I believe I did. I don't think I've I have it yet though. It's like Castlevania, um, but you play as a raccoon riding a llama, attacking enemies with a broom, stop sign, uh, vacuum, and other <laughs> random elements. All right, this is very weird. Um, uh, I got. Uh, Brigadine Legend of Runesera for Switch from Limited Run. Uh, Senran Kagura of Reflections, <laughs> which this game is already selling for like a hundred bucks on, oh, on yeah. like eBay and stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, and then so outside of past Limited Run, um, Cat Quest and Cat Quest Two, uh, which was on sale uh, this week. Uh. The Survivalists, uh, which is by, I would assume, by the guys that do The Escapists. Uh, looks like it's got the same vibe. I also like, on the back, they have like the four little blurbs of like what's the most important thing in the game. And it's build, explore, survive, train monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I picked up uh, Star Wars Squadrons uh, for Xbox. Uh, I mentioned it before, Katamari Reroll, which is awesome. Uh, 
Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I haven't really played too much of that at all. Um, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. And obviously, the saving the best for last, uh, Fast and Furious Crossroads. <laughs> so, Gamefly just put that game up used for ten bucks today, and I'm thinking it's of too I'm, much. I'm thinking, of <laughs> yeah, I believe that. <laughs> that that game is a piece of shit. Like, I don't understand how uh, Slightly Mad Studios, who has a like ten plus year pedigree of making amazing racing games made a game based on a car franchise where it is so not fun to drive. Like, the first mission I loaded up and I was just smashing into every fucking wall in the game because the car handles so badly. And and it's unfortunate, too, because, like, um, so you're driving Dom's Charger or Challenger or whatever the hell it is, and then um, uh, Michelle Rodriguez's character, I think it's Letty, she is in an R32 Skyline, which I owned an R32 Skyline for several years. And so, like, I was like, oh, cool, she's in a Skyline. But then after playing it for, like, five minutes, I was like, I don't even want to drive that car because it's going to drive like shit. You don't want to ruin it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, every, like, just so bad. <laughs> like, what the fuck, Slightly Man? What are you doing? <laughs> That's amazing. And remember, remember, like, last year when they, they claimed that they were going to make a fucking video game console called the mad box oh yeah oh yeah man it's so video games change a lot in a year man like (laughs) so we're definitely not getting the mad box and also did you know that slightly mad studios got bought by codemasters i did not know that i didn't think codemasters was their own company anymore uh they're not anymore um so slightly mad studios got bought by codemasters and then codemasters just recently got bought by Rockstar. That's right. Not Rockstar, but take, take, take two. two. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, so, which is which is weird because like the the Dirt franchise has been mo- relatively successful for the past ten years, but for some reason they're they never could find a publisher that was willing to stick with them. So like Dirt One, I think was THQ or something, and then like Dirt either two or three was Warner brothers. And then like deep silver was publishing some of their games and square Enix was publishing some of their games. Like Hmm. you wouldn't see their logo on the box, but if you flipped it over and you looked at like the fine print, you'd see who the actual publisher of the game was. And for some reason, Codemasters could like never get it together (laughs) where they would get in bed with one publisher until now. So, so yeah, rockstar bought that company for a little under a billion dollars. It's crazy. Someone made a bunch yeah. of money on that deal. Yep. Uh, so that is my pick of Pilot Week. What have you got this week? So firstly, I want to say that I actually bought a new TV, which I just got set up a few days ago. I bought a 65-inch LG CX. That is the OLED. Okay. Yep, that's the OLED. It's probably that's the same, same one, one that, that Kevin my got. My buddy Kevin got, yep. Yeah, it is, it is an OLED. Um, it can do 120 hertz, 4K, it is unbelievable. Now, I bought a 4K TV uh, like three years ago, and okay. they kept saying, because it wasn't compatible with the PS4 HDR, and they kept saying, like, oh, it's coming in a firmware update. We're going to be able to make it work. And I was like, okay, cool. And I bought a Vizio. I didn't, I didn't, like, and I spent good money on it. It wasn't, like, top of the line at the time, but it was pretty up there. 
and and I was pissed about that. Like I and it never worked. The and the update never came. Instead, they were like, "Well, we're just gonna put it into our new TV." So I basically just bought a TV a year too new, and that really sucks because mm. the TV that I was using was just fine, but it wasn't HDR and it wasn't 120 hertz and it wasn't like it was 4K, but it wasn't like this. It wasn't OLED. Yeah. Either. And so I buy this one. I get it hooked up. It is unreal how bright it is and how nice it is i mean hdr looks incredible the colors are super vibrant like it is just damn like that's that's all i could say is just damn i never thought i would notice that big of a jump from tv to tv and as soon as i looked at it i was like holy shit like this is ooh, it's nice so shout out to to my buddy mike he was the one who like gave me the recommendation because I went to him because he's the tech guy and I'm like, hey man, I need your help. <laughs> like, I'm I'm woefully ignorant when it comes to this stuff. And I said, can you please tell me for the price I want to pay? And and it was, it's like a twenty three hundred dollar TV. It was on sale for like eighteen hundred, which kind of seems okay. like that's the price it always is though. Like, I don't think it was really really on sale. <laughs> um, maybe maybe fifty to hundred bucks off the normal price. It just made it seem like it was a bigger discount. And uh, yeah, but it, it it's. Dude, it's crazy. It, it just looks so good, man. And I like now Jenny watched it and she's like, well, now I want a TV like that. Because <laughs> as you know, Jenny and I have two TVs side by side in the basement so we can both game or she can watch TV and I can game. Like that, that, that is the reason we have, that is one of the reasons we have such a great marriage is because we're, we both like have our independence, you know, but can still spend yeah. time together in that independence. So it's nice. I recommend it for every couple to get two yeah. TVs side by side. Just do it. Just do it. You know, it's funny. Happy. Now that now that Lyra is getting older, um, she gets really, really, really pissy about like what she wants to watch, whatever stupid YouTube video that she wants to watch on the big TV, which is my big seventy-five inch TV in the living room. Mm-hmm. And like when I get home after working a long day, I'll generally want to sit down and play a game or something. And she's been watching that garbage for like two hours at that at that point, <laughs> and so. So I'll be like, all right, we're going to switch to the other TV, which the, the TV directly to the to the right of it is like a 43-inch. And she gets so pissed off because she wants to watch all of her stuff on the big TV. And it just reminds me of when I was a little kid. And the big TV in our house was like a 26-inch tube TV. Yeah. <laughs> and like I would always want to play games on that. Because the other option was like I had a little thirteen inch TV in my bedroom. So man, you so it's t- like I know where you're coming from, kid. <laughs> I sympathize. Yeah. But you didn't just work fifteen yeah. hours. <laughs> it helps it helps you realize like, you know, yeah, you may now you see the other side, right? You know, it's not the big thing yep. about being a parent is you, you realize that your parents weren't just they weren't assholes. It was just, you know, <laughs> they were people, you know. um no that's great so yeah so the tv awesome very very important to like a good home setup get a good tv i also uh i also picked up miles morales and demon souls i don't actually have them in front of me because i totally forgot that i got them the day after our last podcast so i have both of those and then i found a genesis lot on ebay that i needed three games out of three games in a book okay it was a 12 game lot and it was all rare games but I needed three of the games. I needed a booklet out of one of the games. So I, I bought the lot. It was, it came to like 750 bucks or something for this lot of 12 Holy games. Shit. But I, I, I have the outlet to sell them at my store so I can put the other ones at my store and make my money back. And so when I broke down the cost, I actually got them all for about a hundred dollars under what they were worth 
but obviously I bought a few games out of it myself, so we didn't make any money on the deal, but it's, it was good stuff. So first one of that was I got the original Toe Jam and Earl complete in really, really good shape. Okay. I got a complete Moonwalker with booklet in good shape. That that was these were all three that I were having a hard time getting in, and then I got the Dungeons and Dragons Warriors of the Eternal Sun for Sega Genesis, also mint with manual and everything. Mm. So like those are those are the three, and then I needed the booklet from the copy of Dune for Genesis that was there. So I took the booklet from that and got these all in. So um, nice. for so then for PSP. I got a copy of Dungeons and Dragons Tactics. So I got two Dungeons and Dragons games for some reason over the last couple weeks. <laughs> um, and then for PS3, I picked up the Sly Cooper Collection and the Sly Cooper Thieves in Time. So I have all the okay. Sly Cooper games on PS3, which I actually never played, but I always wanted to. So now I feel like I really want to go back. I really like that studio, obviously, you know, and so it would be nice to, I don't know. It would be nice to go back and, like, see their humble beginnings, you know. Yeah, I don't think we're ever going to get another of those games, though, unfortunately. Not from them. Uh, well, Sucker Punch is on to bigger things, obviously. And then um, the Sinzaru Games, who made the Thieves in Time game, they got bought up by Oculus. Yeah. So, so yeah, they're, they they were interested in making another one, but now they're, they're wholly owned by Facebook. So, yeah, yeah. like... Short of like the only thing I could think of is now that Insomniac is owned by by Sony, that like I wonder if they would ever like borrow their franchise to to Insomniac to to let Insomniac play with their toys. Yeah, except that I don't know how many people they have working there, but they're working on Spider Man Two, and they're working on that Ratchet and Clank, and then they're working on, like you know what I mean? It's like yeah. how far can you stretch yourself? You know. Um. For PS2, I got a copy of the first Suffering game. Uh, I had the second one for the longest Ooh. time, and for some reason we hadn't seen the first one, which I don't really like the second one. I actually like the first one. So I got that finally. Uh, and then I got a copy of Jade Cocoon for PS1. It's a PS1 RPG. Somehow I didn't have nice. this in my collection, which is weird because I like, I'd known about that game for a long, long time. Um, it was I have an import of that, and it's got a gorgeous cover. Nice. Yeah, the, the U.S. cover is not great like a big b on it <laughs> yeah the, the import is like it's all it's all like hand drawn and it's like white uh oh wow the background's all white it looks it looks like you're looking at like a a, a sketch and it's really neat nice uh it was on clearance i picked up a copy of two point hospital on ps4 um i got for 360 i picked up a couple of the games that are backwards compatible so this is also forward thinking to when i i mean i have an xbox one but if i ever get a series x and want to use that to play all my xbox games one day i picked up dead space one dead space two and dante's inferno so i got all those and then lastly for the original xbox i picked up a copy one of the only japanese rpgs on the whole system metal dungeon (laughs) it's (laughs) now now this game is not good at all um but when this came out i was working with i was working at a friend i was working at gamestop and a friend of mine was working there with me and we used to make up songs out of game titles like we were just passing the time right so we'd make up a song like about the game boktai you know and boktai the sun is in your hands that was the name of a song uh and then we made um we made a song for the game dr muto 
So instead of Dr. Feelgood, it was Dr. Mudo, and we did the whole thing. Like, it was really stupid, right? Like, it's not it's not funny. It's, you know, it's stupid. Um, so then the name of our band, we were looking on the store for ideas, and we chose the name of our band as Metal Dungeon. <laughs> so, okay. and what's really funny, and I know this is, like, the stupidest story, and most people are probably listening to this going, like, this is, like, the dumbest shit ever. So we, w- we would look through the booklet, and I'm trying to find it here, because they talk about the, the like, classes in the game. And the classes are, okay, here, read, <laughs> creating a character. The classes are fencer, analyzer, broader, whatever the hell that is, and then striker and caster. A caster is obviously a magic user and a striker's hand-to-hand combat. So then we jokingly called ourselves, like, he was striker and I was caster and we were the band <laughs> members of Metal Dungeon. So it's stupid. I know it's stupid. <laughs> and anyone listening rolling their eyes like believe me we were rolling our eyes too but it was hilarious at the time so when this came in in like mint condition i had to i had to i was just like i mean i gotta have this game in my collection we always we always riff on it i actually gotta send a picture to my friend ben about that on twitter just be like hey man look That's for for xbox original xbox metal dungeon i wonder if i have that game i you have to if you don't have this game there's something wrong with you it's not expensive I'll it's dirt it, cheap <laughs> Um, but that's it. That's all I had. So uh, nice. that's, that's all I had for games. And that's all we have for a show. That is it for tonight, everybody. Thank you, as always, for listening and watching. Um, really important. I should have said this at the beginning because I don't know how many people are still listening. But uh, this Saturday is my 24-hour live stream. So it would mean a lot to me if everybody could pop in and say hello. Even if you can't donate money, I know times are tough for everyone. Even if you can't donate, if you can just stop in and chat with me for a bit, one one of two things happens. One you the number goes up for how many people are viewing my channel and that makes me that keeps me going if i see myself in double digits if i get to 20 30 people i'm amped up and then people are chatting and like it gets the energy going but two um also sharing it is just as good as donating in my opinion because you're making it aware to more people and then more people might be able to come in so i just really wanted to say it means a lot to me if even half the people that listen to this would come in for for one part during the day for a little bit it would make a huge difference and so that would mean a lot to me and that's on that's going to be starting saturday at 7 a.m and i'm going to go till sunday at 7 a.m and that will be on twitch.tv slash the drop rate so i always talk about that you know you can follow us on twitch at twitch.tv slash the drop rate it that's where i'm going to be streaming starting at 7 a.m on saturday do you have any plans on uh, what games you're going to play I really need to sit down and figure it out, but for sure I've got like a four hour block of Call of Duty Warzone uh, because that's just a game that takes makes time go by really quickly. So I pl- okay. I'll play a bunch of games with my friends of that. I'm going to play some World of Warcraft in there because that's another good time waster. But I always like to start with something retro and I would like to get some PS5 in there. So I'm thinking some Demon Souls. Um, I'm thinking some Bug Snacks actually because Bug Snacks is just like weird. And it would be cute, a cute game like you could chalk to people as you play. Um, and I'm thinking yep. for my retro game, I'm thinking Symphony of the Night. Like I might just start off with it and just go through the whole game or pretty close to the whole game as much as I feel like getting through in that, you know, six, seven hour period or whatever. Nice. Um, but yeah, so I still got to figure that out exactly. I want to put a few polls up online too for like, you know, what retro game should I play and put up like four different options or something. You know, at least give the audience a chance to to pick what they'd like to watch. But um, but yeah, so that it would mean the world to me. Like I said, I understand if people can't donate money, I know times are tough and, you know, but even just stopping in and, and here's the thing too, say you're on your phone, even if you open it up and you mute me and you put your phone down and go do something else, that's a view. 
you know, and that helps me. I know it sounds stupid. Like I'm not trying to cheat the system. It just like those, those numbers matter to me. It doesn't matter to like advertising. I don't care about that, but it matters to me. And, and so if even half, half of the people that listen to this popped in there, it would be an amazing live stream. So that would make me very happy. Um, so as always, you can follow John on Twitter at dryer combo. You can follow me on Twitter at game trade, Greg, you can subscribe on YouTube at youtube.com slash drop rate. And of course, Twitch, like I just mentioned is twitch.tv slash the drop rate. And, uh, and thank you again. Appreciate everybody. Say goodbye, John. Have a good one. Hey, we'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. Bye-bye.